This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a volunteer-based community access station. For more information, go to www.radiokidnappers.org.nz. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this program available through funding the Access Internet Radio Project. You're listening to Radio Kidnappers, the voice of Hawke's Bay. This is a program called Your Time to Shine, Reiki and Self-Love. And it's our pleasure, as always, to have in the studio, Celine Harlow. How are you going, Celine? I'm very well. How are you? I'm great, thanks. And we've got a very special guest in the studio today with us. Yes, we have Joe Keats with us. Hi, Joe. Hi. Thank you for having me. <laughs> it's lovely to have you. <laughs> now, before we put you in a hot seat, Joe, uh, because you're here today uh, to talk about Reiki means to you, Celine, you become a Theta Healer Practitioner. Tell us about that. What is, what's that all about? <laughs> so it's a healing modality. And um, it's a technique that allows you to clear your limiting beliefs yes. and to live life with positive thoughts so that you can create um, change in your life. Yeah. And we're going to talk about in your next program. Absolutely. So a uh, big congratulations there. How many did you score out of 100 to pass that? <laughs> there wasn't a score. Oh, there wasn't a score. <laughs> but I'm incredibly gifted. <laughs> <laughs> no two ways about that. Now, uh, before we talk to Joe, um, Celine, just remind our listeners, we want to come see you about a bit of Reiki, a bit about self-love. How do we do that? Where are you? All right. So if you feel called to work with me, you can do so by visiting my mm-hmm. website, which is mydawninglight.com, or you can call or text me on 022-674-7836. Indeed. Now, Joe, welcome to Radio Kidnappers. Thank you. It's good to be here. <laughs> now, as is the name of the the program, it's your time to shine. <laughs> Thank you. You're on the spot. <laughs> you're on the spot. You're on, you're on a hot seat. Now, you're also a Reiki practitioner. I am. I'm a Reiki master. Yes, I work part-time from home. I work around the children, so yeah. it's yeah. a perfect mix of family time and doing something I'm very passionate about. Just remind our listeners what Reiki is. Uh, Reiki to me is well, it's a form of energy healing. Mm-hmm. To me, it's working with there's a source greater than us. Mm-hmm. Um, it just helps people relax. Not many people give themselves time to sort of go into that parasympathetic rest and digest mode. Yep. Um, people say it's like a battery recharge. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, calms okay. the energy. Just helps everyone go with the flow. Talk us through a session. We come and see you for a Reiki session. What happens? We come through the door and what? You come into my cabin. It's a very welcoming, calm cabin. Mm-hmm. Um, fully clothed Reiki. I, I use a massage table, and most of my clients are regulars, so they know what to expect on the table. <laughs> yeah. um, I generally, you can Reiki can be hands on or hands off the body. Mm-hmm. I tend to go mainly hands on. I tend to start at the head area and work down through the body. Um, my I tend to be drawn to where my hands need to go and I've had one client say to me, oh, you always surprise me, your hands go where it was sore and I just go with my intuition and trust that. A session generally takes about an hour. If it goes over, it doesn't matter. Sometimes about 50 minutes it starts coming to an end Mm. and yes, people just can go into another zone and often people fall asleep and I tell them that's fine. You know, people snore on the table, I feel like I'm doing my job. (laughs) Yeah. Now, you're not the first person to mention it, but massage and fully clothed doesn't seem to go together. Why is, what is that all about? Well, I do massage as well as Reiki. Mm-hmm. So some people are body conscious. Yep. Um, and that's where Reiki is a bonus because you can be fully clothed, whereas massage is generally you work, work yeah, on sure. skin. And uh, is the massage that you give in Reiki, is it like we see the, you know, the guys in the rugby um, 
room well, getting that, a massage. There's well, a deep massage or is it nice and gentle, put you to sleep massage? You're right. There's many different types yes. of massage. I am qualified with a diploma in therapeutic massage, mm-hmm. but my passion's not the sports massage. Mine's more a gentle relaxation massage, yep. which still eases muscles and relaxes the body. But I, my preference is, you know, putting the Reiki through when I do the massage, and it's a very calming massage that I do. But I do keep them separate. So there's generally Reiki clients and massage clients, although some would like, you know, half massage, half Reiki. What's it about Reiki that appealed to you? In in the first, so you come along, you you got out of bed one morning, you thought, hmm, I'm going to be a Reiki practitioner. Is that how it happened? (laughs) Well, I can tell you my story about how I got... tell us the story. ...how I actually got into Reiki. Um, It's actually through my auntie, kind of indirectly. My uncle had had um, double heart bypass Mm -hmm. operation, heart surgery. He wasn't well. He wasn't recovering, and the doctors couldn't really do any more. Had no appetite and just wasn't well. It was 2008 when the Beijing Olympics were on, and my auntie had heard an interview on the radio about a New Zealand cyclist who had had a serious heart condition, and the doctors had said, you probably need to give up racing. And he, by chance, met a lady who offered him Reiki and he thinks she turned his world around and he she was Reiki was the reason for her, the comeback for him to cycling wow. so wow. so my auntie heard that interview and she has heart conditions so she said well what have I got to lose so she looked in the yellow pages found someone who was willing to come to their house and my uncle always says the first couple of times he said nothing happened are you wasting mm. money he didn't want them to come back but the third time he came back with another lady who was apparently learning and he said when the lady touched his ankles he goes something happened it was like an electric shock went through him yes. and he always says something happened then and he got off the table he was hungry and they say that was his turning point to recovery so that was year 2008 and that just got me interested I guess I kept in the back of my mind for a couple of years yeah. Um, and then I was just obviously thought more and more about it, lying in bed one day thinking, oh, should I do the Reiki training? And we've got a sensor light in the wardrobe, and it came on by itself. <laughs> never done it before. It was a sign. It was a sign. It's never done it since. And that was my sign for me. Oh, yes, go and do the Reiki training. And believe, so, believe it or not, there might be people out there who are a bit sceptical about what you've just said and say, oh, come <laughs> off it. You know, like that's really ever kind of happened. How do, you, how do you deal with those people? How do you? I just accept everyone's got their own belief. Yeah. And you, you know, 10, 15 years ago, I probably would have thought the same. Yeah. Whereas I feel so much more and I've seen so much more that I believe it now. Now, before you became a Reiki specialist or Reiki master, what were you before that? I was in the corporate world. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a business degree, double major in marketing and Japanese. And I worked in HR, sort of senior admin for many years. I was doing you know, budget, salary spreadsheets, a lot of Excel spreadsheet work. I enjoyed it, but I had eye headaches and tension in the shoulders, mm-hmm. sort of fear. And then I, my youngest child was born. I resigned from the corporate world mm-hmm. and did pause part-time while he was at uh, preschool, which was great. And then he went to school, and I was like, oh, now what do I do? I really need to find a job. <laughs> and and that's when, yeah, I was already started doing Reiki, I think, by then, and the massage then fell into my path. So I figured by doing the massage, I could incorporate Reiki into my work. Do you miss the so, cut and thrust of that corporate world? I don't miss it at all. Right. My world is going out to my cabin with trees around and calming music and salt <laughs> that lens. sounds amazing. <laughs> and it's just a beautiful, calm place to be. I guess you were busy in your other life, and I guess you're busy in this life. How, oh, how, how did the business... How do they stack up against the other? Well, now I've got children, whereas in my previous corporate world I didn't have children, so now children are priority and all the after-school running around. But when I work now, it's calm, beautiful work. So your Reiki busy is calm. Very calm. I love it. your corporate busy was frantic. Yes, yeah. How's Reiki changed you as a person? It's actually changed me a lot. (laughs) When I first did Reiki Level 1, I think I read or heard somewhere that 
doing Reiki can change your life. And I was like, oh, I don't believe that. Yeah. I don't need to change. I'm happy with my life. I'm just playing with a new passion or new hobby it was at the time, I thought. But it quickly turned into a passion. I guess just feeling the energy, feeling the calmness. Mm. Um, I just, yeah, loved it. So it's changed me. I used to worry a lot. Which decision should I make? Yeah. Which way would I go? Now... I just listen to my intuition. You know, yeah. I've been taught if it feels light or does it feel heavy, and you know, if something feels light, well, you go with it. Mm. So much easier to make a decision. I kind of um, things I go with the flow. If something doesn't work out the way I wanted it, well, it obviously wasn't meant to be, and often you'll find out the reason for that quite soon. I guess not everyone can do that. They can. I mean, wouldn't it be great if we could all be Reiki specialists and be chilled out and relaxed all the time? <laughs> Could we all be Reiki specialists? I mean, would that, what sort of world would we have if we were all Reiki specialists all chilled out all the time? I think Reiki is one way to get there, but it's really just about being present, you know, that sense of calmness, that sense of being present and of that sense of mindfulness. You know, Reiki is one way, but you can get there through meditation, through walking barefoot in the park. There's just so many ways. That's true. And breathing. And people you say meditation and people think you're weird. Yeah. But you say breathing. <laughs> you just slow down, take some deep, calm breaths. It can do so much to your body just to calm mm-hmm. you down and bring that sense of peace. Can a go-getter in the business will be a, a Reiki student or specialist? I think so, yes. There's or been do you many... need that edge? I think anyone can do Reiki. Um, it's having that... Yeah, that's yeah. I guess it is slowing down, and obviously some people wouldn't want to slow down. They're used to being living in the corporate world, but there's a lot of people who do reiki now who have had a corporate background. It does I've, seem the light. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They've all retired and turned into hippies. <laughs> exactly. I was reading in your notes about you that you've become much more self-confident. Uh, you you don't even mind speaking in public. My God, who could do that? Not me. Um, but. You're speaking in public, Ken. <laughs> what I'm only speaking to this microphone. <laughs> but, but I wonder, I mean, I guess you would have been confident in your business career, though, wouldn't you? How have you, how was, you become more confident? I was always confident in my work that I did, mm-hmm. but actually speaking to a group of people, I was extremely shy about doing that. Yes. Whereas now, it just I guess it's because I'm passionate about what I do. Mm. I run a, a monthly healing exchange group. And even just being part of that group, me being at the front person, I used to be quite scared of that. But <laughs> I've just got more and more confident. You know, yeah. Reiki somehow helped me there. Is it because you chill out and meditate before you have a meeting? or I do. Yes. Sort of ask for help to come in with me and just yeah, take some deep breaths. <laughs> They've also become very spiritual. I wonder, is that spiritual in a God-like sense or a religious spirituality? Or is that spirituality on another plane? I think it's spirituality and there's a belief that there's an unseen energy force mm. around us. There's um, so much help unseen out there when you tune into it and let it come. And I would not used to have believed that. Um, mm. But I think that's what I mean by spiritual is just yeah, the unseen help yeah. and the energy. I've learned to expand my energy and I can sense and feel just what's out there. Whereas most people don't use those extra senses that we all are built mm. with. I wonder, Celine, also that... Uh, I guess when we talk about hands-on healing, which is what Reiki is all about, isn't it? It can be hands-on or hands-off. Or, or hands-off. <laughs> uh, it's the energy. Does that energy come from God? Where does that energy come from? It's a healing energy. And I was actually reading a research the other day that said that Reiki practitioners um, slow down their brainwave frequencies um, to a, um, an alpha state. Mm-hmm. And that's the brainwave that encourages healing and promotes rest in the body. Yeah. So um, in Reiki, we say, yes, we channel um, energy from the divine, and we call it Reiki. Uh, Mika was the founder of Reiki, called it the, the one great Reiki, which I, I find really funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it definitely feels like a light 
What do you think, Joe? It feels like you're channeling a light through your body. Sometimes it feels different in different situations. Sometimes I feel that I'm even not there. Mm. My hands are on the person's body, and I'm just a conduit. The Reiki's coming mm. directly to them, and I just happen to be facilitating it. Yes. Other times I can feel energy in my body, um, just powerful movement in my body that's also with that person. Sometimes, I mean, someone described it to me, it's like we were swimming together. You're yeah. both just floating on the energy. Mm, absolutely. So mm. it is different at different times. Is Reiki a gift or is Reiki something that you can learn? Anyone can learn Reiki. Um, I think that Reiki is the best gift I have ever given myself to myself. And Do you say that it's a gift given to yourself, but did you have it as a gift or did you just learn it? I mean, could I, like, you know, I'm sort of a bit of a skeptic, to be quite honest, but um, I wonder, um, could I be a Reiki practitioner or is it a gift that you have in you that might have been lying dormant, you didn't know you had it until you connected with the spirits and all of a sudden now you've got the gift to heal? I actually have a very interesting story. My niece, a few months ago, um, she came up to me and she was like, Celine, you know, I, I just put my hands on my daddy's leg. He had um, he had fallen over or something mm. and he had a bit of a wound. And she just intuitively put her hands on her, her daddy's leg. Mm. And what did she do? She Maybe she channeled Reiki, but mm. she channeled all her love and, you know, a sense of healing so that her dad would feel better. Mm. So we all have healing energy within ourselves, whether we call it Reiki or anything else. Yeah. Is that how you see it, Joe? I'd agree with that, yes. Mm. We've all got it in us, yeah. You're back on Radio Kidnappers, the voice of Hawke's Bay. This is a program called Your Time to Shine. It's all about Reiki and self-love. We have the host of the, uh, the show in the studio, Celine Harlow. How are you going, Celine? Very good. How are you? Good to have you back. <laughs> now, just remind our listeners, we want to come and see you about some self-love or Reiki. Where are you? So, if you feel called to work with me, we can do it in so many different ways. But just um, have a look at my website, which is mydawninglight.com, or give me a call or text me on 22 our very special guest in the studio today is Joe Keats, who is also uh, a Reiki master. Yes, that's correct. Hi, Joe. Hi. <laughs> and where do we get hold of you, Joe? We want to come and see you for some Reiki treatment. Where I'm are in, you at? I'm in Awatoto, Napier area, mm-hmm. and my mobile phone is 021-263-9973. And how often are you available to talk to people? I work with them around people, really, around school hours, but yeah, yeah I'm very flexible. And it's, uh, it's by appointment only. You can't just bold up and say, here I am. Correct. Appointment only. Yeah. <laughs> and what's your phone number again? 021-263-9973. Now, while that uh, song was on, uh, we were talking a little bit about skeptics. And, you know, <laughs> of course, there's many out there. Oh, definitely many out there, yeah. And, but you have a story. I thought I'd just share my story, and that's what, to me, really confirmed my belief that there is energy out there unseen. Um, uh, My father-in-law passed away probably nearly 10 years ago, and it was after that time... um, my husband's belt broke. He had a good leather belt, and had the, the buckle broke of it. And I said, "Oh no, we can get that fixed. I'll get it fixed for you." And of course, I made the promise. Never got round to it. And it became a standing joke as the months passed. And he goes, "You need to fix my belt." And he's like, "Oh my!" Would go out. He's like, oh, "My pants are falling down. I don't have a belt." And um, <laughs> I kept promising to do it to get it fixed, and I didn't. Then I went to a clairvoyant. I'd only ever been to one once before, quite a few years earlier. But it was a lady that friends were saying, "Oh, she's good. Go and see her." And I went at the time because we were humming and hurrying about whether to build, whether to move. And I said, "Oh, well, go and see what she says." And she said, "I've got this old." gentleman here with me and I thought I don't really believe that I'll take that with a grain of salt and she said she was a bit weird but said you've got to get the belt fixed Wow! and (laughs) for me that was that was the confirmation there was no way she could Mm. have known that and she said he said that just so you know he's around and yeah so now I sort of that took away any doubts that you know their loved ones that have passed on are there around us Mm. in energy form Mm, and you fixed the belt 
and I fixed yeah. the belt. <laughs> I did <laughs> straight away. <laughs> I wonder, where did you learn your Reiki from, Joe? Did you just do it on the internet? or? I um, chose to learn Reiki with a Japanese master mm-hmm. in um, Havelock North, Shu Shimaoka. And I guess I chose a Japanese person. Um, I've lived in Japan myself, and I, I really enjoy the Japanese people, the Japanese culture. But I know that Japanese people are very thorough and extensive when they choose to do something, they do it properly. And so if I wanted to learn Reiki, I decided that I wanted to learn from who, in my opinion, was the best. And he also, I talked to someone, they said, yep, he's great. And his, you know, in his words, he said he did hundreds of Reiki sessions under his own master before he became a master himself. And he's just got immense knowledge. And when I did Reiki 1 with him, I sort of had no idea what he was talking about. By the time I did Reiki 3, yeah, I understood what he was saying and I just soaked up his knowledge. How do you keep up the speed with it? I mean, do you um, practice it every single day? I would say it's always in my life, a little bit in the day. I mm-hmm. often connect with it in situations. Um, I do exchanges with friends and even just by giving Reiki when I have a client, you're actually receiving that Reiki energy as well. So connecting in, you know, I've looked in a book one day or saw it and said getting 100% coming mm-hmm. through you should keep 20% and 80 goes out you don't <laughs> yeah. do that on purpose but you actually feel energised yourself after a Reiki session so when people say it's like charging the battery it charges my battery as well sure. now Reiki um, it's been around for hundreds or thousands of years I'm not sure how long ago it was Usui um, well Miguel Usui lived in the early 20th century and he came up with a system of Reiki in the 1920s mm-hmm. okay so it's a, so it's relatively new, a recent really. form mm-hmm. of, um, of um, a recent healing modality is it, does it, is it ever changing I mean like if we look at uh, conventional medicine it's changing every day <laughs> is that what happens with Reiki that you sort of got to keep up with the times so does it change or is it the same I'm really passionate about this subject. <laughs> I think that Western Reiki, I haven't learned from a Japanese master, so I'll just talk about Western Reiki. And I think that Western Reiki changes all the time, and I'm not too sure it's for the best. Lots of modalities just pop up all the time, with um, including other things from other modalities, like the chakras, for example, mm-hmm. which is not something that's that's coming from Reiki, but comes from um, you know yoga. Yep. So um, it's changing all the time, and... Often it depends on the master. Yes. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. someone learns Reiki and then uh, learns another modality and calls it Celine Reiki. Yeah. <laughs> so they put a spin on it. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And then teaches um, that modality to their students, calling it, calling it Reiki. Yeah. So other than that, it remains the same though? So maybe just with a very slight variation? Honestly, with all the Reiki masters and practitioners I have met, I feel that we don't practice the same thing, which is why it's so important to meet your practitioner before you have a session Mm. to get a feel of that person. I wonder, we're just about out of time, Joe, and what I'd like to find out from you is what is your wow moment since you've (laughs) taken up Reiki? Is Is there one moment that stands out and says, well, this is why I decided to do what I'm doing? I think it's client feedback. Mm-hmm. When I've had people come to me and like, I've um, you know I've got a lady that recently she said she goes, my life has changed so much since I've been coming to you. Mm. And it's times like that. Another um, another lady has got a serious mental condition, and her nurse said to her, whatever you've been doing, keep doing it because your health has never been so good. Mm. Moments like that is mm. like, yeah, that's well moments. That's I'm helping people. Yeah, and I love what I'm doing. Is Reiki a holistic approach to life? I mean. I think it's definitely a holistic approach to life. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it treats the body, the mind, and the spirit. Yeah. So when if I said to you, look, okay, I've come for some Reiki, but I, and you might say, look, you need to change your life, uh, what would you be saying to me? Change your life in what way? What would I, what would I need to change in my life to, to benefit most, most from Reiki? 
<laughs> I think that with the Reiki session, uh, you know, you come out and you're not too sure what happened, but you feel kind of good. Mm. And somehow in the following days, you start doing things differently. And you can't really explain why, but you have more energy to do stuff that you mm. weren't really motivated to do beforehand or that you just don't connect with that person anymore and you choose to, you know, um, build friendships with different people now. Yeah, well... All right, that's us done for another week. Uh, just to remind our listeners, before we let you go, Joe, we want to come and see you about Reiki and the other things that you practice. Where are you? I'm in Awatoto, and my phone number is 021-263-9973. Good on you. It's been our pleasure to have you with us today. And uh, Celine, we want to come and see you. Where are you? <laughs> So I work from various locations, but the easiest way to get in touch with me is through my website, mydoninglight.com, or to send me a message or give me a call on 022-674-7836. As always, our pleasure, and uh, we'll talk again in the near near future. (laughs) Thank you, Ken. Thank you. This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a volunteer-based community access station. For more information, go to www.radiokidnappers.org.nz. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this program available through funding the Access Internet Radio Project.